Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryan and Dennis. We got a pretty good show for you tonight. Yes, we do record at night whenever we can get the kids to bed. Ryan can walk his dogs. <laughs> um, we've got a couple things we're going to go over tonight. Of course, uh, the last episode we had uh, Jeff from EGIA. Uh, had a good show with him. We're going to go over some IEQ stuff that COVID has created for the HVAC industry. A couple job sites and uh, some story I got on here. Ryan's got for you, so I haven't heard it either. So looking forward to that, and uh, let's get this thing going. Yeah, come on. throughout the year come on i was like well i can't say it oh no (laughs) sweet only somebody from atlanta is gonna get that i can't help it i feel like like if you don't say it i feel like someone has to say this is part of it now (laughs) yeah come on it's like before this is all over with that's gonna be on the back of merch t-shirts what's up hvac crew so welcome back to the show uh I definitely had to had to throw that out there for Dennis because I know he couldn't say it. So I want to make sure the yeah, come on, got in there. <laughs> but yeah, we had a we had a great last show with Jeff. Um, it was really nice to uh, to bring a, sh- a guest on the show and have it go so smooth. Um, so Jeff, thank you so much for your for your Jeff, input. And Jeff your was time. a pro, man. Yeah, he was. He was ready to rock and roll. There was no editing needed. Yeah. Yeah, he kept us on our P's and Q's. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, edited the front, went to the end of the podcast, and edited the end. Done. Boom. Click. It was nice. All right, so a little bit of catch up. What have you been getting into? Uh, it is Monday, but it was it was Monday, and it was a uh, it was definitely a Monday. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like hot had It's humid as crap. Oh, yeah, it was nice and muggy. Nice and muggy today. Um, it's, man, it's it's weird. that this The market continues to just change and fluctuate. And it's, it's literally, um, you take everything a day at a time. You don't know, uh, you don't know what you're going to run into on a daily basis. Every day is a different shortage problem to solve. And you just got to, take them with a grain of salt and figure them out yeah i had a call from a guy today that has a i don't even know if it's a year old package unit um which this could be a whole nother show but we got to be a little bit careful um it's got the indoor and the outdoor coil leaking and uh i just you know everybody everybody in the industry has been seeing problems same within cars Yep. I always use cars as an analogy, but um, 
they're shorthanded in the plants and then the ones people that they can get in there they're you know it's just a struggle for everybody to try to get the perfect product out you know but, well and they're they're shorthanded but i mean no matter what we've got one manufacturer that a month ago they were still down 480 something employees for being fully staffed um Jeez. and then i talked to our rep for them last week and you know, now it's down to like 390. So, I mean, they've gained almost 100 employees in two weeks. I mean, That's hell, good. I can't find I can't find one employee that'll stay at a job and work for, <laughs> you know, yet. It's uh, been that kind of year for us, too. I mean, it's been a revolving door of just trying to find the right people. So, <clears throat> it's, it's interesting. Um, well, I guess what I was getting at is that, you know, <clears throat> I told the guy we might have to... Uh, might have to repair that thing right now we i don't know if we have another one to give you and uh, of course he didn't like that but i mean geez I, well and, and that's the that's kind of where I mean, we're getting yeah we're getting to that point um you don't have to fix it but i mean that's between you and the homeowner but um if you want them to have some some air temporarily you know yeah i don't know that's becoming a little bit of an issue on my yeah. end of the, you know, my my job, but well, I mean, it's it's on my end too, because if because this is how things how things go, you know, for us, you know, we have we have a standard operating procedure when we have to have a discussion about replacing a full unit. Um, we've got to go through the motion because if we don't go through the motions and go through the process, you know, it's a nightmare for Dennis. Right. It's a nightmare for us because if we don't have paperwork in order. You know, nobody's getting credit for anything. Um, it's, it is the simplest thing to just jerk a unit and come throw it up on the dock and we give you a new one in one sense. Right. But in the sense of with it being done without anybody knowing what's going on, it makes it very, very difficult for us to be able to get credit for that stuff for you guys and for us. And we're always going to do, we're always going to do the right thing by the customer. Right. We are. We're, we're going to 100% of the time do everything we can for that to work out that way. Well, and also I want, you know, I mean, how do we learn stuff through life, right? We learn stuff by screwing up. Yeah. Falling on our face, you know. So I get it. We don't want to turn everything into a science project because the homeowner is like, look, I need some air and I just paid a bunch of money. But we still need to find out what the problem is on some of these things or we're yep. not going to fix anything. The next one you'll get will be broke. The next one after that, right? The, uh, yep. the factory can only be as good as uh, we send information up to them from the field. So, And you can't, <clears throat> you can't rip equipment out and recreate that situation in the warehouse. I've tried no, that. It doesn't work. So, nope. Um, and... And the other thing, too, is, you know, the other thing with change equipment here, change equipment there, change equipment there, at the end of the day, without you being able to try and get some information, you can't get anywhere. And there's a lot of guys that, you know, we, prime example, had, you know, a customer last week that you were going to try to go to a job site for, but, you know, they changed, they changed up when they could do it based on their schedule and everything else. And I mean, that happens. Right. You got to do things when you got to do them. Um, and I think they felt like 
you know, Dennis wanted to go out there as an indictment on them because it was just a really weird situation. But, you know, guys, when Dennis wants to go to a job site, and, it's, and it really should be this way for every tech rep, not everybody's dentist, I'll tell you that. We were very lucky, and I'm very lucky to have him as a friend and have him as a fellow employee that I can trust when we run into crap situations like this. But he wants to go out there because if you've had something go bad twice, we want to know if it's, you know, if it's an install problem, if it's an equipment problem, if it's a pre-existing condition problem with the house because it was a change right. out, it wasn't a new install. You know, it could be any number of things. And it could be the simplest thing in the world that we just got lucky with for so long that finally bit us, which we talk about that oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Or it's it's something else. But it's it's never an indictment on anybody as as a contractor because all Dennis ever wants to do and all I ever want to do is help us all figure out how to solve problems and be better tomorrow than we were today. Right. Yeah, that's it. I mean, just try to think outside the box on some of them and uh, so we don't keep making the same mistake, you know. But I have seen some weird stuff here lately. Um, so, what are we drinking tonight? Offer. Oh, sound like <laughs> I was, sounded like a, a deuce deuce. <laughs> well, it is. It is another still, hitchhiker. You still on the Modellos? Yep, it's another hitchhiker. Oh, the hitchhiker. I bought another case Saturday. So I am drinking $4 wine. Nice. From Aldi. Hey. I have Aldi's a case. Gonna, we're gonna of, plug some Aldi. Yeah, I got a three dollar case of Trader Joe's Pinot in there. So this is, I think this is, um, is it Landshut? What is it? Land was it Landshut? The Riesling. Landshut. It's yeah, good stuff, man. It's a little sweet, but it is pretty good. I'll have a headache in the morning whether I drink one glass or three bottles. So might as well drink three bottles. It don't. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be a great yeah. podcast, everybody. <laughs> Yep. Buckle up, buttercups. I'm going to have to sit up or I'm going to be I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the stock market was generous today a little bit. Dude. Uh, yeah. It was interesting today. I'm climbing back out of my hole here. So I know AMC went up back to the mid 30s today. That was nice. Um, and then. Did. You were in and out of Golden Nugget, weren't you? Yeah, I was in and out, then in. So I, I remained in because I was just in a crap situation. Right. What I was not expecting was for them to announce that DraftKings was buying them today. Oh, sweet. So the stock went up over 18 bucks within the first like few minutes of pre-market and stayed there all day. Man, I, I love me some DraftKings. That's another good closed. one I get, I get hooked in on. I usually only gamble on golf, though. It's it's. Uh, I tried to do baseball and picking nine people on a team. Yeah, I, just, I can't follow it anymore. You Well, you have to follow it. Yeah, and it's... Like, you have to follow everybody in every game. You can't just... I mean, you can pick random people if you want. So golf is something I like to do and I like to watch. So 
if I just watch, you know, Saturday and Sunday rounds, I end mm-hmm. up, you know, I'm able to keep up with guys. Um, I actually hit it for 4500 a couple years ago on a nice. $20 bet. Yeah, see, here it is. Jack my DraftKings. DraftKings <laughs> to buy Golden Nugget Online Gaming for about $1.56 billion in stock. So it looks like it works out to their paying like eighteen eighty three a share. So I mean they're paying more than it's even trading for right now. So it's it's going up. Yeah, it went it's up forty seven percent today. Yeah, um, and a lot of a lot of what I've seen is based on if DraftKings NFL season is huge, this thing could be worth over a hundred bucks a share by the end of the year. Nice. So I'm just going to sit tight. So they're saying the, uh, you know, electric car industry is it's, it's gonna start creeping. Infrastructure is gonna start going in. I just don't know who's gonna take off. Uh, no idea. If it's all the big hitters or you know, I really don't know. I'm telling you, this fall we're looking like it's. We're looking towards another shutdown. I don't know if it's going to be as bad, but I, I don't know. I, I know almost want to pull a lot of away. my stuff back out <laughs> and then buy wise down. You know. Yep. Well, yeah. I'm trying to decide where the uh, trying to decide where to get out of both of these. I just can't get out of anything right now. I'm in the hole. Freaking Blackberry, man. What is it doing? Wow. Holding up $1,000 for my money. That's what it's doing. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and I can't sell it because if I sell it, then they're going to get 400 of my money. Guy uh, Avery tanked today. Did you see that? Yeah. Ooh. Get in on that one. Yeah, I mean, some of these, you buy them in the red. Look at Dogecoin went up a lot. Went from 19 to 25 cents. Look at crypto in forever. That would have been a good little easy. And Bitcoin's creeping back up. It's back over 46 grand now. That was another thing that uh, I saw today. I think that's part of why AMC started taking off a little bit was they announced that they're putting in place... um, the means to be able to process Bitcoin as payment by the end of the year. Oh yeah, a lot of people are doing that. I mean, so I've seen that looks like it did a little bit, but I don't know. Uh, so let's see. Uh, so EGIA. Yeah, a little more EGIA stuff. Um, That was a think, really good show, man. I mean, no, it was a great show, and there was a lot more that that I even learned that I didn't know, you know, was part of what they do. Right. Yeah that that's a big deal, man. Contract. I mean, me and you both have been a part of a company that. Um. I mean, your dad, you know, was trucking along, doing his thing, and and the company I came from was throwing money at it and it just wouldn't go anywhere um, because they didn't know where to put the money and didn't know where to you know didn't have any resources for anything and 
Um, just hire a guy and hope you can make payroll. That's, that's, that was what it was every week. We need more people. We need more people. Um, I remember, I remember selling a job as a tech, you know, one of my first jobs, like went in, told the homeowner, you know, this thing is 25 years old. You got a bad compressor. Um, sell you a system and they said sure and i remember calling him and he'd be like you did what i'm like well we got to put in a change out saturday which little did i know i mean i had to put it in (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he's like we don't have time to do that i'm like well dang i was pretty excited that i sold it (laughs) he's like when are when are we gonna put that in i'm like i don't know that's a good point Uh, i I didn't really think about that (laughs) i just wanted to sell it (laughs) so uh yeah i mean there's so there's so many dynamics to this industry um and it sounds like these guys can really dial you in um and i want to start training more on this stuff too um i mean i don't have a i don't have to have a license to train right on that i mean i just i just think no not I feel like we could gather teaching, up some owners, yeah, you know, yeah, make some teaching calls. and consulting on experience. Yeah, I mean, just have guys come in and you get five or six owners in a room and just have them bounce ideas off each other on what they have trouble with. I mean, that gets, you know, sometimes in the same town it gets a little awkward, but. Um, well, and that's that right there's, there. There's enough why. work to go around, man. I oh, mean, there's there's always enough work to go around whether people want to think that or not. But that's also why these things like conferences for EGIA, AHR, right. things like that are good things and cool things to go to because you can get out of your market and go, one, you're going to a completely different market anyway, but you're going to see stuff <clears throat> from every type of market in the world at some of these shows, especially the AHR show that's because they're just huge. Um, hell, I never realized there were that many mini split manufacturers we never heard of. Um, oh, I know. Jeez. But, or tools. Oh, Lord knows. Yeah. Man, I was, that was for overwhelming. Some, yeah. Well, and that's the thing for some people, it can be really overwhelming because you're like, Oh, I thought I was just going to be this HVAC guy. And, oh, wow, there's a whole lot more to this than I ever imagined. It's like, well, right. just because that exists does not mean you have to try to put all of that in your wheelhouse. But there's those, you know, there's groups of guys that that is their wheelhouse. You know, you're the yeah. guy that does, you know, residential light commercial under 15 tons. That's what you do. And you know, then there's these other guys. Um, you know, their average tonnage they work on on a daily basis is 30 to 50. It's just different, different business. Right. Yeah, that guy I met in the hotel that night. Oh, reefer guy. Go. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, reefer talking to hotel bar, if you guys hadn't heard that one. Yeah, the smallest uh, smallest liquid line he dealt with was uh, like an inch and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's big, big boy. But then we started talking about superheat and subcool, and it was the same, literally. Mm-hmm. Just uh, bigger numbers. And that's um, in the, you know, 
That's cool. It's all it's all a formula. It's all reading the gauges. So so a buddy of mine is uh went from you know distribution. He messed around a little bit, and then he went out to went back to the contractor side, and he's selling in the field now uh, as a straight salesman, and uh, he's loving it, man. But it is a roller coaster, you know. I'm sure it's a grind. Some people can handle it better better than others, but uh, just like you, right? You got to know how to be told no. You gotta you gotta know how to deal with that. It's my favorite two-letter word, man. <laughs> I mean, you have to react on that immediately when you're in front of a homeowner. Yep. Like, you got to have a plan ready. Because mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Um, I can hear Riker snoring in the background. Dude, you should, did you hear him rip his burp when he walked back into the room? <laughs> like, he literally walked into the door and was like, burp. <laughs> Man, he is crushing it. Always. So we were getting ready to record, and Riker was whining, and he had to go take a poop. Yep, Riker had to take a potty break. And <laughs> Ryden didn't want to take him. And I was like, dude, I just yeah. walked you. No, because what's weird is the last week, I've walked him at like seven, eight, and then nine Typically, they don't. They usually only walk, you know, once, maybe twice a night. But the last couple of nights, where it had been cooler, he just wants to go outside. Oh yeah, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. Hell, I go outside. It's not like my fat hind end doesn't need to walk. So we got as bad as it was. We got to throw the. Uh, remember, if you go on there and sign up to go to this, to Epic, twenty twenty one. Yep. Use the coupon code. So yep. we're going to insert that ad here. There you go. All right. What do you think, guys? How's my voice? Or is this Dennis? Dennis, did you put your first one in? Oh, yeah. I haven't I done know. it yet. It's a lot know. to read. I'm so interested <laughs> to see what happens when this show is finished. That's right. Let's sneak one in there. All right. So I was scrolling through the news hvac the news I always try to just see what they got on there i mean they they put so many topics on there it's, i don't know it's kind of hard to follow them um where's the uh i thought this was interesting it says the pandemic brought a lot of hvac related issues to the public's attention one of these was the state of IAQ in prisons and jails. I don't know. A lot of people got some different views on this. Um, my wife immediately was like, so why do we care about the prisons and jails? Um, of course, you read the article in a little, little more in depth. You know, the guards and everybody's walking around and they're just sweating. Um, most of the jails that were built they're not even, they were never even designed to have HVAC in them. I mean, hell, did you read how bad their one typo is in here? I mean, I would be pretty miserable too if I was part of a thousand people inside of a 400 square foot facility. Yeah, I was, re- okay. <laughs> <laughs> it 
The jail administration uses money from the Federal CARES Act to pay for the system in the 400-square-foot facility, which houses 1,000 inmates. Man, that's a lot of BTUs crammed in there. Dude, no joke. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, it's interesting. They said it would be cheaper to tear the jail down and build a new jail with HVAC in it then add duck work like well i mean you can't get it in there probably correct you know they they built them to where they can't get out that's the whole point of prison says the only air conditioning was in hospitals or in the hospital side and the administration building i mean i don't know this one's this one's 50 50 i mean do i do i care if they have ac in there i don't know Bring the hate and see what happens. <laughs> I mean, only, I mean, I guess the guards walking around. And course, you know, and I, you and I signed up for that too. It's not a draft. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, I get the whole. It's easier to control inmates, and you've got better morale with your guards when they're not sweaty. See, that's, I a, that's get that. Good point. I get that. But you know, at the same time what now all of a sudden we we care that they're hot we didn't care for the first when was the jail built in the 50s 60s whatever we didn't care oh, until this, now yeah one it's of just it's on one more it's one more thing from i guess you could call it the woke media that wants to just create another topic for everyone to be pissed off about <laughs> man we gotta we get some uv enough. lights in there man we gotta get some uh What am I thinking of? The uh, IQ product. Some eye waves in there. Ooh, there you go, new Calgon plug. Other, <laughs> Sorry, guys, I really aren't selling many of those these days. Yeah, you you were bringing in a new brand, right? Yeah, I brought in a new one. Um, And it's better better price point than the iWave and it's got a better warranty um, and it uses needles instead of brushes so it's not as fragile right for its period of use um, I know uh, so I've done a little research on those but I kind of got out of the field before they I mean they've been out a while but they were yeah. super expensive um I just never, well, I don't, I've never put one in my house. So I haven't, that's the only way to experience what it is. I mean, but, um, man, everybody raves about them. I've had several people to put this new one in. I don't know. Um, mom and dad put, or dad put one in at the house in the mountains. And I'll tell you from the time they put it in and maybe about a month later was the next time I was there. Dude, the house smelled brand new. That's crazy. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, I used to get that with a fresh bulb on a UV light, but then yeah, and this I think was it, like, I think yeah, this was better than that. Quick. Yeah, that's what I'm rocking now in my house. The old UV. It's a big boy though, but with the uh, anodized or titanium or whatever the. Oh, like the titanium dioxide plates? Yep. Yeah. 
I mean, my wife can tell when I put a fresh bulb in it, for sure. I don't know if you just get used to it after that. I think we you do to a point. We still got COVID, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't catch it from inside your house, so... No. I don't, you know, and there's that. Yep. But, you know, we... It was interesting to see, like, the IEQ boom that we experienced in the last... Oh, man, it was crazy. It was nuts. (laughs) It's like, oh, God, I gotta go get a UV light. Oh, my God. Yep. I was yeah. like, I could like we couldn't keep them on the shelf, and now we're a summer later. Nobody cares. I mean, my wife said, <laughs> "Do we have a UV light?" I mean, this whole COVID thing's coming out, going around. I'm like, "Yeah, but we're not gonna get it from here. We're gonna get it from that dive bar we went to last night. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thousand people in a 400 square foot room. <laughs> yes, uh, throwing darts and." You know. So are you uh you going in for a handshake again? Or are you fist bumping? <laughs> um Isn't that funny? You walk out to these guys. I, I go in for the hand I'm back on yeah, the handshake. Yeah, I, I, I still you know, I, I still am a handshake guy. I've got a few that I think I think there's a few of them that just like the fist bump now. Like, yeah, man. I but know, but man, we we there's, get there's rid still of the handshake. No, no, you know, I you also learn a lot about a guy with his handshake i feel like you can't learn anything from a fist bump no no and i I, made sure my son he he's got a good handshake no my dad did the same it was important and i've got there's still a few guys that that i've done business with for several years that sometimes it bothers me that i don't like their handshake oh yeah they come in there limp. I can't. I cannot handle. <laughs> don't give me the limp noodle. I don't like it. <laughs> so the other day I went in for a handshake and he was coming in for the fist pump and then we both switched back. You're like, you're like, uh, yeah, it was miserable. It was like, God, what? You just catch their fist. You're like, oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> like shaking Stubbs' hand. <laughs> <laughs> Old Stubbs. Oh, jeez. All right, so what were you going? Is that is that all you were wanting to get into with the IAQ? Or no, no, I was just talking. Ran into. No, I was just saying. You know, there's been I have seen a lot more people here recently that have talked about putting them in schools or putting them in daycares. I think that's been one of the. Oh man, you got to try to sell those at a daycare. Yeah, that, that's been that's been another one that I think. You know, especially now is, you know, we're, everybody's running out of equipment in some shape or another. Um, Right. You're going to have to have another few little tools in the belt to go and sell some stuff if you can't sell equipment. Um, You know, so on some of these, you know, more and more of these maintenance calls, especially, I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to say go build on the media fear mongering, but the people that are. There are more people are going to start asking for it again. So brush up on your info and make sure you're ready for those conversations. Well, I will tell you, when you say it just, it just exploded, we had contractors walking in, um, 
going, hey, can I get some of these? I need four or five of these. And I'm thinking, that guy has never tried to sell one of those in his life. And now he no. wants five or six. You know why? Yep. Because the homeowner is yes. asking for them. That's exactly right. So the five years before that, you should have been filling them in. I mean, yeah. just throw it out there. See if they want it. I mean. Hey, HVAC crew. Remember to go check out Corey on YouTube and Spotify at CW Beats. Corey is the music behind all of Dennis and I's Hot Wind you hear recorded on a weekly basis. And we couldn't have the great vibe to our podcast without all of his hard work behind the scenes and behind the microphone. So go check him out. Again, that's CW Beats on YouTube and Spotify, where you can find everything from cool drum covers to his great original study beat music for relaxing and chilling outside by the pool when you finally get done with that long HVAC week. All right, everybody. So, welcome back to the episode within an episode. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, some technical technical difficulties somewhere in mid uh, COVID IAQ ramble. Yeah, it just stopped recording uh, and said, uh, "And said, uh, all right, you're done. So, go ahead and download that." I'm like, uh, "We're not done." I guess. Uh, I guess all I had right. to go make a service call. Yeah, I don't know what what. <laughs> What just happened? All right. Well, so, yeah, anyway, got to offer it or nobody will buy it. That's kind of where I was at. If you do not ask the question, you will not get an answer. So, yeah, we were what we were getting at is is we had a ton of people walking in wanting to buy them all of a sudden. And we knew that contractor and we know that they never sold one. It's because they didn't offer it, you know. Um now all of a sudden the homeowner was forcing them you know people like to buy stuff just keep that in mind they do i like buying shit off amazon um all right so job site so i did have a job site on friday never seen this before um interesting little in a little call here so package unit, it was a gas pack, um, three ton gas pack, nothing fancy, 14 sear. Um, the original call was, contractor says, hey man, uh, this thing will run. She keeps it, uh, you know, like 68 in there, does great. They just put this thing in doing great all of a sudden it'll get hot in the house and she'll go over there and um now my whole all my screens just shut off yeah my timed out um she'll go over to the thermostat and it's just got all the leds lit up like on the numbers (laughs) like they're all lit up it's just frozen solid not not doing anything so she called him out. By the time he got there, it was working like a champ. So he said, <laughs> I waited, you know, 30 minutes. And then and I'm like, did you lose the screen on the stat? And he's like, no, it just freezes right where it's at. You can't push up or down on the buttons. You can't turn nothing off or on. 
you pop it off the wall. Now this is all with common. It's got a common wire and, and with no batteries. So he'd pop it off the wall. Of course it'd go blank. He'd pop it back on the wall. It was good to go. Fired right back up. Um, so then he, he was thinking he had some kind of short. So he ran a new stat wire. Um, did away with common for whatever reason. Put batteries in it just see how this now this is just a what is it was it a pro q stat the the blue screen real simple uh, yeah pro iqs yeah um very simple very simple stat popped it on the wall give it about 20 minutes with batteries in it locks up he can lay it on the table it, it almost has it's almost like it's it's over amping the stat and it has like it's it's like it's overheating the stat and when it cools down it literally like it's closing down like a limit like a limit on a on anything you know like on a compressor or a, a rollout or a you know whatever you give it a second clicks back puts it back on the wall everything goes back on so he had her to where he had three stats in the room and when it would do that she'd just pop another one on so she works from home and she works in the room where the stat is she'd just pop another one on put it on cool <laughs> and when that one would freeze up now this would do it intermittently it wouldn't do it every day so that was getting that's kind of tough so that's I go insane. out there oh god I go out there I'm there for two hours. It never does it. <laughs> Naturally. Of course. So I'm checking amp draws on the red wire, the yellow wire, the green wire. And I'm getting on my 24 volt side, I'm getting 0.3 amps, which is totally fine. Um, on a 40 VA transformer, you know, you start getting over one and a half or start getting about around one you're gonna start getting a transformer hot around one amp um, i know everybody sees that our three and five amp fuses on these things but that's for a initial short right that's not for a running yep running amps um so that's to save some components on the board for just a massive short. But yeah, so 0.3 amps. Um, I mean, I hate to say it. You know what we did? What do you think we changed, Ryden? What, you run a new thermostat wire? Or did you change no, the stat? Already, no, he already did that. No, we ain't changing the stat again. Um, I changed the board. <laughs> so I found a relay on the on the... On the gas pack board, I'm not sure which relay it was, um, but it was hot to the touch, really hot. So, change that. I mean, I couldn't, I literally could not find anything. Um, yeah, nothing out of whack, really. I, I mean, nothing, like nothing. So, I went in there and talked to the homeowner. She's like, yeah, it just kind of just freezes up. The stat just... So he tried a Pro 3000 Honeywell, mm -hmm. and it literally took a poop. 
it didn't just freeze up like it took a shit <laughs> it went off and never come back on the no screen no nothing so there's something going on in the low voltage on that red side on the hot side um so i called our honeywell buddy um you know who i'm talking yeah. about oh i know, I know you and know he is sharp as a tack man so i called him he was on vacation but you gotta understand this is an older guy and do you think he picked up his phone on vacation yep yep picked it right up he goes hey hey dennis i'm on vacation so unless you've got something good yeah um <laughs> you're like well let me tell you a little story I said, well, I, you can call me back. He goes, no, nah, I'm gone all week. And I said, well, then call me when you get back. He's like, well, no, now, now you got me curious because you never call me. <laughs> I said, well, this is true, what's happening. He true goes, tech guy. Yeah. He goes, man, that is strange. He said, I will tell you that there's the relays and thermostats have gone downhill right just like in anything yep. just not they're not real heavy duty right so he said you know what are your amp draws going into the stat and i told him and he goes well those are not high at all i was like yeah i know that's why i'm calling you <laughs> like i don't know now is there something spiking throughout the night you know randomly that that gas pack's doing um, I even changed the transformer, but I really didn't have a reason to, but, uh, we swapped it out. Um, I mean, I owned everything out. I had nothing crazy at all. Everything was in spec. So it went through, so that was Friday. It went through the weekend. Didn't do nothing. Worked like a champ. <laughs> this afternoon, he sent me the picture or she took the picture of this. I told her, I said, I want you to document everything, you know, trying to, you know, reassure the homeowner. Look, Hey, give us a little something here. We're not going to leave you hanging, but I, I got nothing. I'm not working yeah. on anything. Here. So she took a picture of that stat this afternoon and he sent it to me. And it's literally all of the seven, all of the led segments are lit up. Like it's just a seizure. Everything on the screen is lit up. Everything. Um, all the backlight stuff. It's like. So it's back. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's back. Um, I mean I don't. I don't really know. I mean. I just want to know where the gremlin is. That's insane. Well, I'm going to have, you know, it's, you can't fix it if it ain't broke. So no. it's going to have to do something while I'm there. I mean, he's tired of going over there. That's why he left her three stats. So she just pops one on the front, leaves the back plate and just pops another one on the same brand. And just, she gets rolling again. Um, I mean, apart from getting a wiring harness for this thing. So our my, my Honeywell buddy, right? So he overnighted me a Pro 8000 old school, not the green screen, but the first yeah. Red Link um, 
And he said it has the old school relays in it. Apparently. So if we are getting real close to tripping, he said they'll usually handle up to an amp. But he said, of course, I don't know what these pro cues are or whatever they are. Yeah. I don't know what they have in them. Um, so we're going to, I mean, all we can do is try that. I don't, I have never seen this. I've never seen it. Something spiking throughout the day, which she said it seems to happen in the evening, which it could be a something with the power company turning it up. Uh, we've seen, and man, you and I both have seen some weird power stuff. Oh, God. So we've I have got to get me a data logger where I can, when I go to these calls, so I can put it on the unit and, and monitor all the amp draws and voltages 24 hours and i'm gonna get one of those because i seem to keep running into power issues and the power company is not on your side i'm just trying no, to tell you never they'll come out there and, and, and take the panel off and blow in there and be like yep she's good i don't know what the big deal is you like your but, power is it working yeah you're welcome yep <laughs> Yeah, no, I pay for it. Yeah. It's not free. <laughs> oh, Alright, so we'll have to circle back with that one. See if I can figure it out. That one's uh, got me losing sleep. I don't know what's up with that. Oh, I mean, I'm going to do we'll do some more thinking, drinking on it. That sounds like a beautiful sunrise you just opened up there. Oof. <laughs> Oh Lord! All right, let's hear it. So let's hear the story. So there, there are several, and just there's several moments in my life that are just funny to look back at. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh wait, that's that's all of our lives. So at one point in my life, uh, I uttered out the words to a group of my buddies about how they just missed a beautiful sunrise. And man, I've never lived that one down. <laughs> Every time, like, if I, I mean, to this day, we're in our freaking 30s. If we're standing around each other and there's a freaking sunrise or a sunset, they're like, oh, look, isn't it beautiful? That <laughs> <laughs> still give me shit to this day. Uh, anyway, so what, what eventually led to that story, um, now you've been you've been up the mountains. You've been to mom and dad's house, yeah. And like you know, we we have to go up this freaking quarter mile driveway. That's oh, it's straight up. I mean, it's like straight up freaking mountainside. Um, and then you you've got to get to one major switchback, which either goes up to the house or it goes down a road that kind of leads to the other side of of the ridge. And. On the other side of that ridge was a house that my aunt used to own, but it was also the little house that I spent most of the first, I think, 10, 10 11 years of my life before we moved into dad's uh, house downtown for a while. And anyway, up above that was an old service road for the power company. Ironically, we're talking about power. Speaking of the power company. Speaking of the power company. 
So they had a, a big a service road along the the ridge of our where we where we live. So you know, me and my buddies, we used to go up on the ridge and we'd you know we'd play capture the flag up there, and then eventually, as we were getting older, where part of it was, it had just killer freaking views of different sides of the valleys and everything. But it also was cleared off so we could we could camp and we could have a fire up there. But you know, most oh, of it was. Great. And most of it had at least some, you know, heavy gravel in different places. So, you know, we could build a fire pit and not really have to worry about stuff. So me and me and my closest, my closest buddy, he just happens to share the same name as your kid. Yeah. Um, he and I spent all kinds of time, like building this sweet, just hangout spot out in the freaking woods. Yep. We had... <laughs> fire pit we had our freaking big tent set up out there we had tiki torches everywhere we had firewood for the summer i mean we spent you know the better part of every month or every weekend one month like getting this prepped and ready for summer and you know he had been he had been trying to get this one chick to come hang out with him forever and after like, I was gonna say that's a good spot too. Yeah, for that. oh, it was great for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great for that. Um, but anyway, he had been trying to get this one chick to come hang out with with him with us forever, and she she wasn't she was decent in the face, but like she had like the best butt on the track team is what we all thought. <laughs> so. You know, he'd been trying to get this, this girl to come hang out with him forever. And finally she agreed, you know, to come hang out with us. You know, and, and she's she was a senior, we were just barely sophomores. So we don't know what we don't know what we're getting into anyway. Um Right. And he and I worked at his aunt's place in Cherokee. She owned a freaking Christmas shop. I've had I don't even know if I ever told you I worked at yeah, I worked at a Christmas shop for like three winters too there's always a christmas shop up there i've, I've had so many weird freaking jobs uh anyway i digress but hey if you need some department of 56 information i got you i got you <laughs> we'll work on your christmas village together um but anyway we finally get this chick to hang out with us so he and i get done with work we close the store down we go and pick her up it's like 10 o'clock at night you know we've we've arranged for the guys that worked at one of the other stores across from us went and bought us a 24 pack so that we got to go swing by and pick that up on the way too, you know, cause we're 16 year olds that can't buy beer, but by God, we're going to find a way. Oh yeah. There's always a way. <laughs> so always. by the time we pick up our beer, get back to town, pick her up and get, you know, get up and out the road. It's already 11 o'clock at night. And then we've got to, we got to hike our ass up the freaking bank, you know, to the top of the ridge in the freaking pitch ass dark with nothing but flashlights. It's like, this girl is like, like you knew that she wanted to come out there because she had to put the effort in <laughs> to come out there. Yeah. And we didn't have, you didn't have lights on your phone back then. No, we didn't have phones. You didn't have a phone. I didn't. I did not have a cell phone yet at that point. I was still. I think I was six. Was you using a mag light? Yeah, actually, like I think we 12D were twelve D batteries in it. At least three. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but anyway, you know, we, we hike our asses all the way to the top of this thing. You know, we're, we're carrying extra sleeping bags, carrying beer, carrying whatever else. And <laughs> we get to the top of the ridge, dude, there's nothing there. Everything uh. is gone. Our tents are gone. Our tiki torches are gone. All of our firewood has been pushed off the backside of the mountain down the other ravines. Like, everything's freaking gone. Nice. And we're like, what the... You know, this chick's looking at us like, really? Really? This is what I can... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you talk about your all-time backfires. Uh, oh, jeez. So, you know, like, well... um. You know, I guess this night's not going to work out. So let's let's go back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> so we hike her asses all the way back down the freaking thing. Take her home. Come back. You know, the next morning, you know, he and I are walk upstairs to the, the breakfast table. And, and mom and dad are like, what are y'all doing here? I thought you were camping. I'm like, well, we were going to. Uh, but all of our stuff's gone. They said, what? I said, everything's gone. <laughs> Everything. So, at that time, a cousin of mine now lived in that house. My aunt's, my aunt's youngest daughter. Yeah. Actually, no, excuse me. My aunt had actually moved back in. This was after she had moved back to town. But her son-in-law was a former sheriff and sheriff's deputy. And she thought that a bunch of hoodlums, well, she says she thought a bunch of hoodlums were up on the mountainside. She could see my car parked from her kitchen windows. So she knew it was me. There was a bunch of hoodlums up there. Yeah, well, there were, but, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you know, so my brother or my cousin's husband went up there and he literally just, rolled up, wrapped up everything, and took it to the freaking sheriff's department and left it there. Wow. So, you know, Dad had called. Dad knew the sheriff. They used to be shooting buddies. So he called him and said, hey, did uh, so-and-so leave, you know, all this stuff down there? They said, yes. He's like, that's all my son's going to come get it. So, <laughs> you know, me and my buddy and Dad go to the sheriff's department. We pull everything out and everything's pretty much ruined because they they literally just collapsed the tent and the sleeping bags and then rolled them up or rolled the tiki torches up inside of all of it so the citronella right. ruined everything but we're sitting here we're, we're unrolling all of this tent and everything in the middle of the sheriff's department parking lot which is right behind my family's old drugstore <laughs> and as we're unrolling this thing he and I are like grabbing uh, bottle caps and trying to stick them in our pocket because there's there's <laughs> there's Bud Light bottle caps and there's there's Smirnoff bottle caps because I mean when you're 16 and Smirnoff and Mike's Star Lemonade sometimes all you can get that's right but I mean we're you know we're in the middle of the sheriff's department trying to hide that we've been drinking up on the mountain this is fun so oh, long story short eventually we rebuild everything up there. I go and have a conversation with my aunt and say, listen, it's like, it's us. It's always been us. I feel like you knew that. But if you were, you know, if we were too loud, like, just tell me, 
you know, right. don't have to have a problem. Just tell me. Um, so, you know, we got to the point to where it was, you know, outside of building a house up there, we pretty much had everything you needed, you know, so we'd wake up in the morning and I'd have a cooler full of eggs and everything else. And I'd cook a full freaking breakfast every morning. <laughs> That'd be sweet. So, but one morning I, I, I woke up at like 5 a.m. And I just went and sat on the top of the mountain, just watched the sun come up, you know, and I'm, you know, I watch it, everything. Oh, it's a great moment. It's beautiful. I, I walk back down to the, <clears throat> and a couple of them are starting to wake up. I was like, man, you guys just missed that sunrise. They're like, what are you talking about? They're like, either go back to bed or drink something else. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> they, they wanted no part of that beautiful sunrise. No. <laughs> yeah, nobody cared about that. No. They're like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I feel like kids don't have have stuff like that anymore. Dude, they don't. Like, I... man, we had like a fort built back in the woods. I don't know whose woods they were, but it had a fort in it. Yeah, and you, you know, know what I mean. You and, and constantly cared. drag boards back there, and you finally built it. Yeah, yeah. It's just a place to call your own and hang out and chill. Man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade all the memories I had until I was 18 for anything. I built, I built Corey when he was, uh, you know, five, five to eight or somewhere in there. I built him, uh, this is when we lived in Atlanta. I built him a tree house about eight foot off the ground, which is plenty. Yep. And it was like a six by six box in between three trees. And, uh, I mean, it was, you know, just a, a freaking plywood box with a little lean roof on it. And he thought that was the coolest thing. He just kept dragging shit up, <laughs> put in that thing. I mean, it was behind my shop, so you couldn't see him from the house. So he just thought he was, yep. you know, but it's something world. like that. Till, till, you, till the wasps get up in there. That's usually not fun. Yeah, we had forts and stuff built all over that freaking mountainside because, like I said, we played capture the flag all the time. Oh, yeah. And we'd have, we'd have 12, 14 of us there a weekend. And Cajun Joe and Mama Jess just freaking ate it up. Oh, yeah. God. They loved that. Have everybody over and eat. I love it when Corey has... Not so much anymore. He doesn't do it, but had all his buddies over. You know, yeah. Tracy's like, "Are you seriously letting all them spend the night over here?" I'm like, You're like, oh, "Yes, I yes, I am." Because <laughs> you know what, I would do it for my kid because my parents did it for me. Yep. Yeah, we break into a Nerf war in the living room. Yes. Next thing you know, Tracy's in. I'm in. We all got guns and we're all shooting Nerf darts <laughs> all over the house. It's, I'm sure my neighbors are loving that because I'm in a town home. It sounds like straight cattle running through here, but all right. So what do we, uh, this will be an interesting episode since I've got to figure out how to crop yeah, you, in some stuff. <laughs> you get to figure out where to put us back in <laughs> since we don't even know where it stopped. 
So what do you want to get into next week? I guess we circle back and uh, see if I can figure this gas pack out. Yeah, see if we can figure your gas pack out. Um, I'm sure I will have another shortage story or 50. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe well, it's, maybe it's, by next week we can find some clear caulk. Because can't find yeah, it. I know, caulk. right? If it's petroleum-based, good luck. Yeah, this has all got to come to a head. Or I don't know how you get caught up. I mean, I just don't. You don't. I mean, because if it's not if it's not that hot here, it's it is somewhere else. I mean, oh yeah. Um, they're not just we're not just getting equipment for North Carolina, you know. No, it's it's insane. I think commercial is uh, end of November now for most most everything over 10 tons wow yeah i found that out today hmm that's an interesting yeah conversation with the uh business owner yeah because they can't Need, get the, it needs a change out yeah they can't get the big compressors Golly. yep so it's interesting to see how all this plays out this it gives us something to talk about yeah all right, well, we will see y'all next time on HVAC R&D. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, remember, epic2020event.com. Yes. RD50, save 50 RD50. bucks. Save 50 bucks off your registration. Also, go check us out on Pandora, iHeart, Podbean, Stitcher, Facebook, and uh, working on an Instagram. It's coming. I think it started, but I don't know if anything's posted on it yet, but the Instagram's there. It's at H-V-A-C-R-N, letter N-D, same as our Facebook page. Um, So, yeah, check us out, guys. All right, see y'all.